Hello, everyone. Welcome to Sarah and Abby's vegan podcast. Um, what did we decide on our name? Sarah and Abby's Life Adventures podcast. Anyway, Sarah and Abby, we're making a podcast. Um, each week, we're going to be doing different topics. Can you? Sarah, do me a favor. You're probably going to hear a lot of us bickering because that's what we love to do. Go to message. I turned it off. No, I turned it off. On I your comp? On your comp? Yeah. Yep. On my comp. Viewers, in about three minutes, we're going to hear it again. So just mark You my- won't. I turned it off. <laughs> so each week we're going to be doing different um, topics about things that we've learned in our lives, our very long lives that we've lived. This <laughs> week, we're going to be discussing everybody's favorite pets. <laughs> You're really contributing a lot here, Sarah. I really, I really love it. Um, yeah, no. Um, pets and just common misconceptions surrounding you know, the most common pets that people have. I thought that would be a good discussion. Yeah, so let's go ahead and get right into it. Um, If you are a pet lover, animal lover, you probably had one of these. Mm -hmm. Sarah, can you tell us a little bit about this? So that's the dreaded critter trail. Um, They're really small. They're made of mostly plastic. What kind of animal usually goes in here? So people put typically hamsters, Syrian hamsters, which are the larger of the different species of hamsters. People put mice, gerbils, um, probably rats. I really pray that people wouldn't put a rat in there. But they probably yeah, so that's a Syrian hamster. They obviously are from Syria. Twelve nine at your local pet store. They're very cute. They're also called teddy bear hamsters. That's how they like to advertise them in pet stores. But they're really called Syrians. They're very cute, which is why people like them. They're pretty, not easy to take care of, but their care is pretty basic. You don't have to do anything crazy which makes them common, mm-hmm. but they're also very common. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, they're definitely advertised as a good starter pet, and they are once you have, you know, the setup, but the setup is, you know, what people don't have. <laughs> Syrian hamsters by? are from Syria, which is a desert. So Syrian hamsters are nocturnal. They'll run around at night in the wilds, scavenging for food okay so in this setup (laughs) it's tiny there's not much space to put bedding they really love to burrow so you need to have a couple at least a couple of inches of bedding which you definitely can't fit in there um hamsters can't do vertical space because they have really poor eyesight so they really just need a lot of floor space and you don't get that in a critter trail, obviously. 
Um, they could fall off the ledges and hurt themselves. Cleaning those tubes, impossible. Hamsters have gotten stuck in them. Oh, yes. Um, the wheel. Syrian hamsters need at least an eight-inch wheel so that they don't arch their backs. And their backs will definitely be arched in that, which can result in back problems, and it's obviously uncomfortable. So these will make them go crazy. I've seen these at PetSmart, too. They need corners because, again, like I said, they don't have really good eyesight. So being just in a round enclosure where they're trying to orient themselves, they really can't. And they like to burrow and get cozy in little corners. For parents, you, you go to the pet store and, you know, this is what they're selling. This is what they're recommending. I mean, why would you know any different, right? Yeah, no, that's exactly the problem. And it's, you know, parents will buy these cages for upwards of $50. They're very expensive. When the, a perfect enclosure for a hamster or mice is just a regular bin from that you can get at Walmart. You don't 10 Walmart. bucks, some wire mesh, another 10 bucks, a lot cheaper than that tiny enclosure. So this is a bin cage. Bin cages are awesome. They're super cheap. You can make them, you can connect different ones. Um, you just have to cut out the different sides to attach wire. But Fun like you can see, this is a perfect one. The one you just, this one is really, really cool. So they have the eight inch wheel, plastic, not wire wheel, that you can just clean out. They have enough space to put bedding and a lot of, a lot of floor space really cool mm. that's what a hamster cage should look like when you're going to get a pet for your kid I mean you don't want to have all of this you know mess in your house I, I, I want to buy the cute little $50 cage it's colorful it's pretty I think that's the issue and it's just so easy you know you're yeah. going here to get the pet you don't I don't want to stop at Walmart Mm -hmm. and then the hardware store and have to do another task because I feel like also <laughs> they're impulse buys you know so people aren't thinking about oh I'm gonna get my kid a hamster let's go set up the cage let's spend this week setting up the cage and then go pick up the hamster next week no way yeah it's always mommy I want a hamster okay and then you pick up everything well and and most of the time it's no and then the kid you know harasses the parent until finally they give in and it's like by that point the, the parent is so like pissed off that they're just like fine you know yeah which I think is you know it that's obviously an issue with the parent yeah you know the depending on the age of the kid I mean you're you as the parent even if you tell your kid it's their pet no you are responsible for it yeah. You know, and since you are the responsible one, you have to do your own research and figure out. Yeah, that's a good point. Cause I mean, we were just talking like, oh, well, how would they know? But you know what? It's important. We need to put some credibility on or responsibility on people to be informed consumers and exactly do a Google search. Like, <laughs> and just think about something like just take a few seconds and actually think about it. Why? Those cages are so small. They're so small. And I feel like if any parent just took a minute <laughs> and actually said, huh, the hamster's this big. Why would I put it in something that big? 
it doesn't really make sense. I think, um, yeah, that, I mean, that's always confused me because I feel like people don't think that they're small. I mean, <laughs> maybe, I guess. Yeah. Because how could you, I mean, you sit, like, you stare at it in your house and you, I feel like people don't, um, yeah, well, maybe we're just thinking about it differently because we're looking at it like this is the animal's whole life is in this tiny thing. We have to make it the best we can. But parents are just, oh, it's it's my kid's hamster. It's just a hamster. Yeah, that that's. I think that's the issue. Yeah. Right? Like. Uh, yeah, and that like that would be a good travel cage to go to the vet, <laughs> but people use that. Well, and I think this image should make you uncomfortable, and I think it doesn't. It does because it's people. It's it's just a hamster to people. Yeah, and then we get, and then people like to get bogged down with, oh, well, are they, you know, are they smart? Are they intelligent? Well, it doesn't really matter, right? Because there's still basic needs that need to be met. Exactly, and none of their basic needs are being met in that environment. It's really, honestly, it's, 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 you know, you know, at the expense of, or at the risk of sounding dramatic, it, it's, it's cruel. No, it is. And these hamsters raised in these environments, they show so many stress behaviors. They'll, um, chewing on the bars of their cage. Mm-hmm. A lot of hamsters do that. That's a stress behavior. Um, because they're stressed because they're in a small space and they're starting to go crazy. And also people don't provide... Hamsters are rodents, and rodents have ever-growing teeth. So you need to be really mindful about having chewing opportunities in your cage, and people don't provide that. So what do they do? They chew on the metal bars, which can cause dental problems too. Now, what do pet store owners say about that? If you were to ask them, they would say, "Oh, they're 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 um, cutting down their teeth. It's normal." Yeah, that's what I think pet store people would say. I think I've de- they've definitely said that to me before, and or they'll say like, "Oh, they're just like, they're trying to like bite you, <laughs> like you know." Yeah. Oh, they're trying to escape. Yeah, and that's not <laughs> that's not funny. That's an issue. Yeah. They shouldn't be trying to chew out of metal bars to escape. Now, let's talk about something. When we go to the pet stores and see them, they're in like these little glass things those aren't big enough for them no and not at all they're under fluorescent lights they're nocturnal so being under fluorescent lights all day is extremely stressful um i went to PetSmart. remember two weeks ago yeah and i was looking at the hamsters because i always do and one was dead and Mm -hmm. one was dying she had her eyes were squinty she was hunched over sucking in her sides and the the employees had no idea I had to call them over let them know that one of the hamsters was dead and the other one was dying and they made me kind of look or sound Crazy. like I was yeah and I called the next two days trying to check up on her and they wouldn't give me any information because it wasn't my pet I remember so. that mm-hmm. let's pull up where I mean I think it's hard for people to conceptualize because we would never see a hamster in the wild 
Yeah. So let's let's just pull one up. But pretty much all of their natural behaviors are being denied when they're in these small spaces. And even though they are solitary, which means that they don't want to live with other of their species, that doesn't mean that you just leave them in your cage and you don't touch them. They still need enrichment. They still need exercise. You still have to take your hamster out every night, put them in a playpen. You can use a bathtub. You can use a kiddie pool, switch up their toys in the playpen. Um, and that's something that needs to be done every night. Yeah. And I think the other thing about like them being solitary, people forget that in the wild, they do interact with other animals. Like they do interact with others. Well, just other, they're constantly moving. Yeah. They, like they just because they don't. Animate, they do. So that's being denied of them in, the, in captivity for obvious reasons. Like, yeah. But just they're constantly being enriched in the wild. Yes. Constantly scavenging for food. They're scavengers. They'll eat insects. So trying to find an insect, catching an insect, a live one, um, finding vegetation to eat, that takes up their day in the wild. So when they're in a cage with a food bowl and a water bowl, what are they doing? Great, great point. Um, and, they, and, you know, they do live in like, um, burrows, right? I mean, they they have. Yeah, they each they have like, their own burrow, but there's other ones near them. Yeah, yeah, um, and they dig, which is why having a sand bath option in your cage is really good to have. So here's just an example of. Um. Oops. Here's an example of a wild. <laughs> a wild. <laughs> yeah, um, see, like, I mean, not a great image because there's not a lot of images, but wild. And then, ooh, huh? here we have. Mm. an image. Let me get my annotator. <laughs> so as you can see, we have many different, you know, they're just, they're doing things. <laughs> yeah, they're busy. They're trying to survive. They're foraging for food. They're putting the food in different places. They're running around. They're catching bugs. And What are some other pets that are starter pets? Guinea pigs. Okay. Um, Guinea pigs. So kind of the opposite of Syrian hamsters. They're highly, highly social. And how many times do we see the basic little guinea pig cage on a kid's dresser with one guinea pig in it? I think that's three. Every, every guinea pig that I've encountered was living in a situation like that. Yeah. And what they require, can you pull up a picture of, look up CNC cages? Yeah. Um, really big cages that usually go on the floor. They're handmade. You put the little cubicles together and use fleece. And 
just like hamsters, they do like floor space. So they take up a really big space in your house. Um, like they're not for everyone. <laughs> no. If you have dogs with any type of prey drive, having a guinea pig in a cage on the floor is going to be an issue. Um, they, you, you need a big house. <laughs> you need a big space to have them. And they're and no time. And, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you need, you need to have multiple in most cases. Here's the CNC cage she was mentioning. Yeah. There's only one in here. That doesn't look like the typical cage (laughs) sitting on someone's dresser. Right. Yeah. And the ones I've seen don't even have that level on it. Uh, Yeah, that's actually a pretty, uh advanced one but and even this is 57 dollars. this is literally you can make this for like mm-hmm. look they, they put this this is in um euros is that what they're called yeah <laughs> yeah but um yeah i mean literally like people you can just you know make your cage like so nice yeah it's insane why anyone would well, and I think what? Yeah. I think the issue is that when you go to the store, that's they, what they sell in the store. They sell you this. Oops. Yep. They sell you this. Yeah. So I, I think really it is, you know, obviously it's the responsibility of the consumer and the parents in that situation, but it's also the responsibility of the store. Oh, yeah. Educate to, to, to sell they even selling that because they don't know they're not educated well, either Petco, i mean the ceo of petco should know or maybe they know and they just don't care well yes absolutely PetSmart actually did something really good um there was a new critter trail i believe that was released and they were advertising it for guinea pigs mm-hmm. A lot of people went around and emailed them and said, this would be a great hamster cage. Cause it was really like a, a bin sized cage that we would make for a series. The blue one? The blue one? Yes. I see it. Yeah. So that would make a good hamster cage. I wouldn't buy it because it's expensive. It's um, yeah. So they actually changed their advertisement to not include that it's for guinea pigs. It's not big enough. Yeah. So that was actually really cool of them. But yeah. Consumers just have to, you just have to do research. If you want an animal, you can't just go into a pet store and read their little pamphlets that they have and get your information from that. Absolutely not. And I always get my information from um, forums. Like, if you just type in guinea pig care, a bunch of online forums will come up. And yeah, you crazy people who have yeah. been studying it for years. Mm-hmm. You just make an account. And they have care sheets in there with actually good information. I find with rodents, the UK has better information than us on how to care for small animals. Like, their minimum cage requirements are a lot larger than Do our minimum cage requirements. cage requirements. What? Do we even have minimum i mean nobody follows it but yeah we do if you look it up 
you oh can- God. I'm about to trigger you. No, don't. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. This is decorative. Never mind. Is it? Oh, God. All right. I don't even. <laughs> Just keep talking. Just keep talking. Um, I can't. Oh. Yeah, so you can go on also Facebook. There's a lot of Facebook groups where you can just post yeah. a question and they also have a bunch of handouts that you can learn from. And those are really, really helpful instead of just going to PetSmart. All right, I'm gonna show you a picture of what's the, and I'm gonna ask you what the first thing is that pops into your head, okay? Yeah. You ready? No. <sighs> oh God. <laughs> Yeah, that's depressing. And that's a jail cell. Why? Um, there is nothing <laughs> in it. It's small. Um, birds, again, just like guinea pigs, and most of the animals we're talking about are social animals. Oh, my God. There's 7,538,000 birds companion birds stop in the united states that is gross that's disgusting <laughs> according to a national pet owner survey the number of birds owned as a pet by households in the united states reached 20.6 million in 2017 um i don't i, I i'm not gonna say i get it but like with the hamsters and the guinea pigs and stuff it's like you know, maybe you think that they're stupid or you think that they don't need to be, I don't know, me. Yeah. But a, a bird, bird is literally a bird. Like they're meant to fly and you're putting them in a cage. For what? Because they're cute? Yeah, because the uh, most people who have them don't even like play with them no they don't let them out no they'll clip their wings yes so that if they do let them out they can't fly okay so then what's the point of letting them out you're taking away the, the one thing that makes them a bird yeah it's weird because a lot of people will like they'll like get I don't know they like get mad when they like um when they make noise and stuff and they'll be like oh the bird's so loud it's a bird like bird. it's talking it's it's a bird yeah I think birds are very pr problematic pets um yeah I they are so hard to take care of yeah They're require so much time but um, but also they're hard to like kill easily like you're not gonna accidentally kill them they're just gonna suffer yeah so <laughs> hamsters for example can literally die from stress right yeah like on a like wet tail they get wet tail right. <laughs> um yeah a bird is more <laughs> hardy and they're just going to endure a life of suffering because of that. I want to find super, super smart. Yeah, they are. I'm trying to find an image of like parakeets in the wild. 
Mm. We have to get our images ready for next time because the viewers, I feel like, um, <laughs> here they are. Okay. No, and it's I I was reading an article about how it's literally torture to keep a bird alone. Yeah, I believe it. Any social animal. Uh, okay, we're in quarantine now, right? Oh my God, yeah. How to it- freaking out? And we have books, and we have TV, and we're able to guess what time go for a walk, go for a drive if we want to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now imagine if, and we, we have pets keeping us company. Um, mm-hmm. The animals live like that every single day and don't have the ability to just go for a walk and leave, go for a drive and leave. Let me switch on the TV. Oh no, I can't, I'm in a cage. It's, I'm relying on my on this weird species thing to to amuse me. Look is at that. that the mouth? Yeah. Yeah. These so are the, these are the parakeets. These ones, um, these small ones. Mm, cute. And these are parrots and macaws, obviously. Cute. Yeah. And people will keep those by themselves in a cage. Sorry, I thought I turned it off. I, what did I tell you guys? What did I tell you? Yeah. By themselves in a cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In a cage? You're going to keep a bird? In a cage. A bird. In a cage. I want somebody to, like, explain it to me. Um, selfishness because they're pretty and that's what humans do. But they don't even, I feel like people who have birds don't even like them. I'm trying to think about people who I've known who've had birds. It was one person I babysat for, like literally the very first person I babysat for. They kept it covered all the time because they'd be like, oh, it squeaks too, like it it, like Mm -hmm. makes noise unless you cover it. And I'm like, uh... Yeah. One. So you now you're seeing it with no stimulation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another person, same thing. They'd be like, "Oh, they're so loud, so we have to like cover it." What? What? <laughs> I know someone now who has a bird, but she takes excellent, excellent care of her bird, and she is very devoted to her bird, and her bird is going to be with her for her entire life. Because and she rescued it. And she rescued it. And beautiful, beautiful cage, like, devotes so much of her time to her bird. Well, yeah, I think if you, if you are passionate about keeping birds, you know, get a bird from a, you know, get a bird from a rescue. And, and what do we mean by that? There are people who, you know, have bred them and then who can't take care of them anymore, who give them away. So find, find that bird, you know, who needs a home. And then the only way that it's, you know, uh, ethical to keep them is by having an entire room for them mm-hmm. that's theirs, that they can play in, that they can fly in or whatever, their clipped wings. Um, 
you know yeah <laughs> like you have to <sighs> yeah yeah and again that's also just an issue of education and not walking into a pet store with your kid and <laughs> picking up a bird and buying the first cage you see yeah and why do pet stores sell birds and and have <laughs> Why do pet stores sell any animal? That's the whole, like, the, uh, yeah. the pet trade that, whew. Yeah, we could, that, I mean, we could switch gears a little bit, talk about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the pet trade. So the suppliers that, I hate to call them suppliers because they're producing live animals, but the suppliers that give animals to big name pet stores like Petco and PetSmart, are disgusting their warehouses just full of these small animals of birds of rodents that are just breeding and breeding and breeding obviously denied vet care crammed into tiny cages and then they get shipped to whatever pet store they're going to stressful and then they're finally at the pet store under fluorescent lights being poked and prodded all day um, and that's what killed that hamster at the PetSmart that I, that I saw the other day. Mm -hmm. They said she had just come, like, she was just put on the floor the previous day. So the stress of all of that killed her. Yeah. Um, reptiles. Oh, God. Pet stores is horrible. Um, they're another one just like birds. Well, birds are reptiles. But, Wait. So yeah, birds are considered reptiles. Ooh, talk about it. <laughs> That's the one thing, you know, I took away from. You're so sexy when you talk about science. <laughs> Ooh, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, reptiles are just How really. Do I photos of, um, like, ooh, found it. Uh, viewers. Discretion advised. This is even that bad. Oh, okay. Yep. Let me see. Here we go. Mm -hmm. It's mice. People don't care about mice, but um, you get the idea. I mean, I can. This image. These are live mice. And transport. They're alive. Mm -hmm. Those look like baby rats. Yeah, they I do. think those are rats. Mm -hmm. Well, it says like. Let me see. Uh, Can we read what this is? Stop. Yeah. So yeah, basically they're like bread and then like ship. This is from the dodo, so it's not from Peta. Um, <laughs> Peta does actually have a good video on those big Let me warehouses. Look. You know, so just picture a, w literally where you think PetSmart gets their animals. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people think they come from a farm, like dead ass. They don't. I think people think that. Males and females are housed together. That's why when you buy a female from PetSmart, guess what? It's probably pregnant. 
Um, most PetSmarts only sell like one gender of animal. So like one pet, my PetSmart at home sells females of pretty much everything. But the right, PetSmart is your home now. Oh, well, in Westchester, mm. PetSmart sells mostly females, but other PetSmart sells mostly males. It depends on which one. But the females, you got to be wary because, um, <laughs> yeah. I haven't been on their website in a while. They've definitely uh, um, redone it. Looks good. Oh, Sarah, now <laughs> we're talking a lot about pets, starter pets. Mm-hmm. And I get, I get all this. Like, I would never let my kid get one of these. But what about fish? I mean, they don't, they don't, uh, they don't matter, right? Um, <laughs> so fish, um, goldfish, your basic goldfish, Goldie the goldfish, require 20 gallons of space per fish. Now, can you just, what is that? What's a, what's 20 gallons? Okay, so you, the... It's pretty big. Um, it's like maybe three and a half feet long by one and a half feet. I don't know. I can't. I don't know. That's good. I think that's good. I like. It's pretty decent size yeah, that was for one goldfish. And the reason for that is they produce a bunch of ammonia Ooh. because they are just going to the bathroom all the time. I've told me this before. Yeah. So. Why? Okay. See, so also, so that's, that's a common fishbowl, right? That is everyone's fishbowl right now. how It it gets a lot of bowls get smaller at the top. Yes. That is really dangerous because the water has to have enough oxygen in it. Mm -hmm. So it should really be like the top of your tank or tanks are mostly rectangle. But if you had a bowl, the top needs to have the most surface area because it needs to have it will never will yeah but that's why those are horrible besides just not having enough room why do pet stores sell beta fish in huh okay so they are in the wild, beta fish are found in really shallow. Yeah, they can live in a puddle. Yes. So people like to say that. They, they live in really shallow puddles. Okay. That's what I've heard. Yeah. They can. Again, this is what we'll talk about when we talk about dog food. Um, just because they can live like that, they can survive, doesn't mean that they should. Mm. Um, beta fish are actually intelligent. They can recognize their owner. Mm. They're really pretty, like they're beautiful. And females actually can live together. Males cannot. Males are the prettier ones, like the ones most commonly in pet stores. Mm-hmm. Um, can't live together, but they require a pretty big space. So those little cups, obviously, you can't keep them in um but even those one gallon tanks that they sell at PetSmart are not suitable I think the minimum 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 is five gallons I personally this says 10, if, this says 10 gallons 10 yeah. yeah 10 seems like a good size for one beta fish 
minimum. And I always look at it like they're so beautiful. Wouldn't you want to get a bigger tank and kind of, and, and put live plants and make it really pretty? You know? Yeah. Well, not, if, not yeah. if you're the parent who's, whose kid keeps begging you to get a pet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so I, I just did a quick, like, betta fish natural habitat. It appears that betta fish live here. Huh. This huge. Interesting. Did you know that? No, I didn't. On this website called, let's see, the native beta habitat separating fact from fiction. Habitat and the puddle myth. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> so it's. It's abuse. It's abuse. The little, the bowls that they're kept in. The cups. They're not the even cups. like. Yeah, it's, it's abuse. It's abuse. And there's no room for them to, like, they don't even put a plant in there. Yeah, I don't even. Yeah. To hide. I don't even see how they. Uh, like. <laughs> I think, uh, how do they, I don't even know how you would rationalize that. You like, can't. You can't. You can't because people, they're objects to people. And this is how you get people to notice them. Oh, this one's so pretty. Let's put it under fluorescent lights in a cup. Oh, the first, this first search result that came up on baited fish was from PETA kids. That's good. Mm, so yeah. uh, they live in, they live in streams. So I guess that that's why they need so much, like they do need space. It, it might be shallow, but they, they live in moving water. So like yeah, and again, they have the opportunity to swim and go places. Yeah, because they're literally in a like they're a, in a, a stream. They're in water. They're in an open water system. Like they, the, yeah, they're not like <laughs> that's like yeah. Okay, let me show you uh, another picture. I know is near and dear to your heart. Something near and dear to your heart. Near and dear. Okay. Oh, who? Okay, yeah, that is not a hermit crab cage. <laughs> <laughs> well, then why does it say hermit crab cage? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's like a grasshopper cage or something. <laughs> that looks like a grasshopper cage. <laughs> when I met Sarah, she had two hermit crabs in mm -hmm. a forty-gallon tank. Yeah, now, if you just have that 20 gallons is three and a half feet. Yes, the <laughs> tank was bigger than me and <laughs> heavier than both of us combined. Um, um large. yeah, so hermit crabs are very, very difficult to keep. What? In captivity. What? <laughs> In captivity. In captivity, yes. Yeah. So hermit crabs, actually, not a lot of people know this. We cannot breed them in captivity. So every single hermit crab that you see in a pet store mm. was captured from the wild. Mm. 
So they're captured from the wild and then transported, obviously, roughly. Again, they can also die from being handled roughly. Um, They're shoved, they're pulled from their shells and often placed into painted shells, which are painted with toxic paint. Um, And then they're shipped out to pet stores. So hermit crabs are, they start out aquatic. So this is why we can't breed them in captivity. So the mama hermit crab will have fertilized eggs on her abdomen, right? She'll go into the ocean. She'll take a little bath. The eggs will go off of her. And then the babies That's happen. That's with like aodles, right? Axolotls? Aodles. <laughs> um, I don't know how axolotls breed. But they, they're aquatic salamanders. Yeah, they, but we can't breed them in, in captivity either. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's only bred in yep. Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yep. On ponds or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hermit crabs, then they, they chill in the ocean. They're little microscopic guys. And then they grow their little legs. They come out, and then they're a little crabby. So since they start out aquatic, they have modified gills. Mm. So what that I means. I say this. so that means that they have gills just like a fish but they are obviously land animals so they need to live in a very very humid environment and have constant access to water or else they will essentially suffocate so that cage can you pull that up again sure so the cage abby had up had wire mesh right so you cannot, it's, it's not possible to keep that environment humid. The humidity will just leave, right? Um, hermit crabs need six inches of moist, at least six inches, the more, oh yeah, perfect. That's, an, that's a, a great crab attack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that one, that's nice. So they have coconut fiber substrate, probably mixed with some sand, and it has to be sandcastle consistency because they need to be able to dig down into the substrate to molt. So in that previous one, there was absolutely no room for them to molt. Molting means that they're shedding their exoskeleton, which is basically their skin. Talk dirty to me. <laughs> and then they grow. So the, they need to stay under the sand for a while because when they shed that, they're really vulnerable because their underneath skin is really soft and they're out of their shells. So if a predator came along, they could just eat them really easily. So they have to stay under the sand, wait for their new exoskeleton to harden, and then they'll come back up. So that environment is just, oh, again, it's plastic. You can't keep humidity in that. You need glass. There's not enough sand in there. What? What if I just filled it up more with sand? Um, I mean that would be better, but you don't have room. Little tree though. Oh, um, okay. So (laughs) look at my look at this poor man. So he's in a painted shell, which is really bad. Mm -hmm. And hermit crabs also, aside from having between seventy-five to ninety percent humidity in their habitat at all times they need constant access to fresh water and salt water oh yes okay and the salt water is not just water that you put some salt in 
Um, oh my God, she almost freaking. Remember the saltwater fiasco? What with my mom? What? <laughs> what saltwater? When I was taking the hermit crabs, it was like, you have to make sure you spray them. And <laughs> I had them for one day, and she was like bugging out, like, make sure you do this. And then when I would call her to ask her question, she'd be like, oh my God, Abby, I don't know why it's so difficult. Just like make sure they have water. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> but if I would. <sighs> um, yeah. And you know, in that tiny one, so their, their water supply, they need to be able to fully submerge. So they need to be able to have a, a ratio in their shell. They keep some water in their shell and they need to have the right ratio between fresh water and salt water. So they need to fully submerge, which means that you're going to have to have a pretty big container of both fresh water and salt water in your tank. So, and tell us now, because nobody has this except for you, what, how do most hermit crabs die? A suffocation mm. by lack of humidity, um, stress, because a lot of molting is very stressful and if they're stressed out during the molting process they can die it's also important for them to have the right diet so when hermit crabs are molting they'll be under the sand for months the larger hermit crab the the longer the time they're going to be spending molting so if you have a medium-sized guy he'll be gone for like two months won't see him <laughs> then i'll come up and he's starving Ooh, we'll talk about that yeah, so like just quickly, like, you know, these are this is the wild. I mean those are Ecuadorians, Ecuadorian hermit crabs. Ooh. Um super super there's because I could just tell. <laughs> so they're you know, contrary to their name, hermit, they are extremely social. So you need to keep multiple, the more the better. So they're not a, they're not a beginner pet by any means a hermit crab is really challenging to take care of then why the hell do they give them out on the boardwalks i don't know but that like it, it makes me sick and they and you know what like they are smart like i had them for a lot of years and i had a lot of them and they really did have their own personality and they really did recognize you like they knew who I was. Like if I took one out to hold it, um, hermit crabs aren't, you know, an animal that you can just take out and play with. You can obviously take them out and hold them for a little bit, but they need to be in their temperature and humidity regulated environment, you know? <laughs> so they would know if I took them out and I was holding them, they would be more active with me. Those are Ecuadorians. You could tell by the eyes. They're so cute. Um, yeah, and they would come out and crawl around for me. But if my friend would come over, they would be nervous because they would know it's not me. Aw. Yeah. Damn, now I want from the No. <laughs> I found the video. <clears throat> I'm not sure if the viewers are ready for this. Pretty freaking disgusting. Um, I have to say, and I've seen a lot of gross things. From PETA. Is it the? I'm scared. <laughs> it's the small animal one. 
Oh, yeah. Okay, ready? Yeah. We're doing this for your own good, okay? I mean, is it full screen? Yeah. Okay. What am I looking at? Is that filled with water? Yeah. Oh. Oh. These are hamsters. Stop. And they're wet. They could die if they're wet. They probably all are going to die. Look at them oh. crawling on the thing. Oh, That's look like, at them. This is what you are, like, paying twelve ninety nine to get. He was this one. Or and you're supporting that. Every time you buy one from the pet store. This is dead. This is dead. Mm -hmm. This is being supported. And, and it's just a reality. We don't need to see frogs. No. And, you know, obviously I love keeping at, like, I loved having my hamsters. I loved having my hermit crabs. I had my mice. I had my rats. Awesome. Um, God. You it's you know, having pets is, is great, but there's other are those meerkats? What is that? Megus. <gasps> Ferrets. Oh god, that's an issue and a half. The ferrets. Um, yeah, no. They're so you know, we're not saying don't have these animals as pets. I mean yeah. well. If you want one, if you want to get a hamster, do not go to PetSmart or Petco or any pet store. Quick Google search, hamster rescue, you know, and you will find adoptable. There's always adoptable. Shout out your place. What's that rescue? That oh, yes. Westchester Rescued Hamster Haven. Mm -hmm. It's the only hamster specific rescue in the country run by an amazing woman named Claudie. She is amazing. So there's options, you know, if you do want a pet, always adopt and never go to a pet store, even for small animals, even for reptiles, even for fish. fish. What? Even for a fish. Yes. There are always people who are looking to rehome their animals and there's, there's really no reason to go to a pet store, you know? No. All of my rats were, were rescued. Um, my hamsters were from that rescue. The hermit crabs. We got hamsters from Craigslist. They were giving them away for free. They yeah. saw that. Or no, Facebook. It was like, come get them. Remember? Yeah. And then we gave, we rehomed them for free to people. Yep. Yeah. So... You know, there's really no need to support. Oh, Sarah, we have to talk about rabbits because it's Easter. Oh, yeah. We're not going to post this until tomorrow, but today is Easter. Oh, my God. I just typed in rabbit. I forgot the T, so a bunch of pictures of rabbits came up. <laughs> I got to show you this. Look. <laughs> <laughs> um rabbit uh, rabbits upset me because um 
Most are huge. Oh, ugh. They're big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, they're social. Social. So to take proper care of a rabbit, I mean, I've never had one. This is like, no, Sarah, we did have a rabbit. Oh my gosh, I miss him. Like, even that is not okay. No, it's not. No. And, you know, again, I think that people, the issue, like, people just think that they, they buy animals impulsively, which needs to stop. They see how cute they are, and they buy. And, and that's an issue, because it's not an object. <laughs> and it, it's forever. Oh, and they're ex- God, I'm going to kill The vet bills for these small animals are astronomical. Take them to the vet, Sarah. <laughs> but you should. Any pet that you Okay. Hopefully, that's just a hospital page. Bye. Maybe that's just rabbit the- in the best indoor rabbit cage. Oh, that's really the best one. Um, you know the vet care. So dogs and cats, right? We bring our dogs and cats to the vet at least once a year for their yearly. Um, and they they go to regular vet clinics. So yeah, it's expensive, but guess what? You have a small animal; those are considered exotic animals. Yep. Those have to go to a different vet. So your $60 exam fee that you pay for your dog is now $100 for your, for your rabbit. If you can even find a vet that takes rabbits. And- There's, it's going to be a drive. And, it's, and the medication and, the, exam, and the, the testing, like they need specialized equipment. So when I would bring my rats in, the little, the little tiny equipment, the, the little scale, the little x-ray is completely different for a small animal. So it's more expensive. And, and you, know, you have... Well, go ahead, babe. No, you. No, I just like... I don't, I don't like it. No, it needs... It's Unless you are ready to give your small animal the proper environment, the proper diet... We didn't even touch on that. Um, and vet care. You, if you are not willing to bring your hamster to the vet, you cannot have a hamster. Yeah. End of story. Animals get sick and animals need to go to the vet. And you know what I don't like? Is what? The freaking state fair. Thank God it's canceled this year. Oh, God. Like with the rabbits, you know what I'm talking about? Like, yep. I only went to that once. So sad. You went well, more than once. Well, you went with me. No, I didn't. Oh, yeah, I did. That's the only time I went. Really? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I tried to go the next year with <laughs> my roommates and my sister, and we couldn't find parking, so we gave up. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> That's so you like let's just go <laughs> like, wait around well we don't want to make this one too long no 
But I think, you know, bottom line with what we're trying to say, or I'll, you know, what I'm trying to say here. Oh, no, babe, speak for both of us. Is, you know, it's, animals are not here for our entertainment. No. They're not. And you need to be a mindful human being, not consumer, just human being. Mm. And when you go to these stores, you need to do research. And you know what? Your kid wants a hamster. Go home, research it, and then ask yourself, can you, as the parent, provide that for the hamster? Yeah, absolutely. Are you going to... You have enough space in your house for that? You have enough time in your evening? For any, but you know what I've heard a lot, too, is, oh, so-and-so brought it home for me, and now it's just at my house. I'm, so what do we do with that? You, you, you know what? As, as much as I want to say you say no, then that's putting that animal in a bad situation. Mm-hmm. You take responsibility, and you find it a new home. Contact your local shelter. Mm-hmm. If it won't take them, and they'll put you in touch with whoever you need to get in touch with. Wow. Or contact one of the crazy rescue places that we've just been talking about. Yeah. They will, they, they, they people will. drive to come get them too. Yeah. And there's foster homes. So even like a lot of these rescues don't have a physical location, but mm-hmm. fosters will take them. Um, hit Mia honestly don't hit her she will t- oh my gosh she will <laughs> take it so um um yeah and you know and and being a mindful human and just they're sentient beings and they deserve to have a life yeah a quality of life and it's not about how smart you are it's about <laughs> they feel things Yes. And I don't care how smart any one, anything is, they're alive and and it's wrong. Yeah. And be mindful about where what you're supporting when you do buy these animals. You know, um you buy a hamster, oh it's just twelve ninety nine. Okay, well, now they're just going to fill that spot with another hamster mm-hmm. from that same warehouse. So do your research. You still want the animal? Do your research and find a reputable rescue. And you will, you will find any animal, any breed of animal you want in rescue. Literally. Sometimes it takes time and sometimes you have to wait, but you will find one. The animals we just talked about today, you can find in two seconds. Yeah. Pet Finder is a great resource. Petfinder.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's like, you know, for parents, you know, we're not parents, but, you know, we, we do watch a lot of Super Nanny. So mm-hmm. shout out Nanny Joe. Um, use it as a learning opportunity for your kid. You know, no, we're not going to get a hamster, not because I'm, I'm being mean, not because I'm saying no, but because, and, and tell them why. Tell them it's not nice to keep things in cages. Tell them that, you know, you don't want to do that. Make it a learning experience, you know, and, and, and help them understand that, you know. Mm-hmm. Not no because I said so. No because, you know, it's me. No because 
we don't want to have time. We don't, or, or like, we, yeah, we don't, we don't want to put something in it, you know, because obviously, yeah, you could get a rescue one, but like, you know, if they're too young to understand all that, just, just simply, no, it's not right for something to live in a cage. And I feel like a child, even if they're young, I feel like they would understand that. Yeah. And if they don't, then, then that's your job to teach them that. Yep. And, and say your kid is a little older and they would be the primary caregiver, right? But they still live in your house. Tell them, you want the hamster? Okay. Two months. Yeah, we were, we were talking about that. That's what we yep. Yeah. You still want it in two months or a month. Yeah, two months. Research it. Raise your money. Do a bunch of research. Find the rescue that we're going to get it from. Do all your research. Set up the cage. And if it, by the end of two months you still want it, okay. Exactly. But we're not making impulsive decisions. Because if, if they really want it, that two months, you know, is yep. nothing. And if they say something like, oh, well, it's just blah, blah, like, all that for a fish, well, then you know they don't really want it. Then you don't deserve it. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And that can be a great learning opportunity for you and for the kid. Yeah. Because um, I know that that's how I was. You know, I yes, very passionate about keeping animals, and my parents would just say no a lot. Um, and I, and I wouldn't want to dismiss my child like that, you know, if they were really passionate about it and I wouldn't want to just say no, but I would make sure that they're serious. And, um, yeah. And I really like what you said. Like we don't keep It's not nice to keep animals in cages. Yeah. Cause I feel like any age they'll understand that. Like that's a basic, you know, concept that you can teach them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let, you know, give us some feedback. We're definitely new to the podcast game. Shout out to some of our favorite, um, Corinne and Christina at Guys We Fucked. Um, Nanny Joe. she doesn't have a podcast, but she has Super Nanny, of course. Claudie. Oh, yes. Oh, Enzo, Enzo. Enzo, Enzo, Claudie. Um, um Mainly Rat Rescue. Carol Baskin. We're big fans of hers. Um, yeah. Axe Exotic is not a good pet store. <laughs> they hit yeah. the mice over the heads to kill them. Definitely don't go to Axe Exotic Pet. In Chester, New York. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm um, just going to end on this. So again, um, this is just rabbits, but it kind of goes. Oh, I love the pen. Yeah, right? That's a great idea. Yeah, so again, they have their main thing, but then they also have this play area. And then this looks like they might even have some more area over here. We got the top bottom. We got this whole thing. I like that. The free range. And then for a bird, we got, oops. Um, I mean, even this is like basic, 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 but, um, no, absolutely not. Can't see it. Oh, sorry. Why didn't you say <laughs> something? Cause I was just like waiting. Oh my gosh. She always does. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Basic, basic still, but 
you know, this is no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. And we're going to be coming at you later this week with another episode, probably about literally probably about the same thing. Probably. We'll talk about this literally. <laughs> All right. Have it, should we have like a like a sign off phrase like a um uh all right we'll yeah. work on it. we'll work on it yeah we'll think of something good all right all right bye bye, bye guys <laughs>